0: Welcome to Pushing Past Polite with Corey and Laura.
1: We are children of the 80s who met while working remotely and parenting through a pandemic. We gelled instantly, built a real friendship outside of work, and found ourselves sharing how we were surviving and processing hard things, especially given our different racial identities. And while we learned,
0: grew, cried, and laughed, we kept thinking, these are the conversations people need to have right now. So, we are pushing past polite small talk to what matters and trying to make our world a bit more just. We're so glad you're here.
1: Welcome to the very first episode of Pushing Past Polite. I'm Laura. I'm Corey, And you're doing a little shoulder shake dance, if you can't see it. Just picture Shaq, that cute little GIF file. What, little shimmy? And that's us. Um, And that's kind of perfect because really our goals for this first episode are going to be to share our friendship origin story and have a little bit of fun um, to tell why we chose this podcast name and why we're even podcasting in the first place. And hopefully set some parameters around like what we're trying to do here. Like, what's the point? Um, So... Origin story. I'm not really a big Marvel Universe person. Are you? I don't know if I know this about
0: you. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like, we watch the Marvel movies over and over
1: again here. Okay. So I need to get on that. Um, My Marvel literacy is pretty low. Is Black Panther Marvel? Yes, Laura. (laughs) Is Iron Man Marvel? Correct. Okay. I've seen at least those two. I really like Black Panther. Iron Man, not so much. Nope incredible hulk no spider-man
0: is like kind of in the universe but there's a whole thing with sony about that so like
1: eh, questionable uh ant-man black widow i kill these things this is not Mm -hmm. i'm more of a bravo cinematic universe kind of girl like housewives summer house of course the winter house i know i know i'm getting very confused looks i get this I've I can tell heard I've heard of Housewives, but I didn't know that they had all these spin-offs.: Oh honey. Oh, honey. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not saying I, I'm not steeped in all of them, but I'm more well-versed in that cinematic universe. so I will.: That is actually not a cinematic universe because it's
0: not cinemas. Mm-hmm. They're not films.
1: They should be. These women belong on the big stage. But they're not. All right. Well, now that we've mm-hmm. heard some feelings, cleared, cleared that up. Well, we won't have any more fighting or origin stories that involve spider bites. Um, But let's talk a little bit about how we met and connected. Um, So Corey and I work for the same, well, work for the same place, same company. And when I first started there, Corey was on maternity leave. Um, But people kept telling me, oh, when Corey comes back, you're going to work with her. You will love her. She is the best. You're going to work with her. You'll love, you'll love Corey. Have you met Corey? Oh my gosh. Did you get a chance to meet Corey before she had this baby? I'm like, no, but she better be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It was like Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Like people just appropriately, I learned later, talked about how great you were and sold you, talked you up big time. So I was real excited to meet you. Yeah, same. I...
0: Because you got hired before I went on maternity leave, but you didn't start, maybe?
1: That sounds right.
0: Something like that. And so um people were telling me something similar, like, Oh, I hope that you and Laura's you guys get to cross paths before you go and leave. You're gonna love her. She's great. You're gonna love working with her. You guys have the same kind of energy, you guys will really get along. And I was like,
1: Okay, cool, I'm gonna go drop this baby over here. <laughs> Laura is the least of my worries. I'm like dilating. So if you could just like hold it for a couple months with the Laura talk, I'd really appreciate it. So I was excited to meet you and was dying for a lifeline. And you probably appropriately were I was off your radar in a big way for a while.
0: I mean, yeah, Yeah. I was I was like, oh, this is going to be great. But then it was kind of like, okay. I was dying for a lifeline
1: just in a totally different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the year was 2020. I came on in March, started a brand new job. Well, let's back up and say I wanted a challenge. So I was like, let's try a new job, you know? Nothing else is going on in my life that's super challenging. And then take this job, the world shuts down. I'm suddenly homeschooling three children. And I develop really severe food allergies. But that's a story for another day. So I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? And we also, probably important to share, work in an organization with mostly researchers. And I don't know if you can tell from the first few minutes of our conversation with, I don't know, Marvel. That ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> On paper, it's us. We have the credentials. I don't mean to say we don't understand research, but we're a bit more. I don't know if it's right brain, left brain, but whatever the equivalent side of the brain is. Um, yeah. We have at least a counterbalance in the... um in the softer side of Sears if you will. Um and so and many of our coworkers do too, but we stick out a bit more, right? We're a little goofier, a little more I don't know, layman's yeah. terms.
0: Yeah, it's like if you think about the research world, we're much more the technical assistance deliver work with the people types and a lot of the people we work with are more from the distance in the office from the yeah. Logic you know, models. Logic and models of change yeah. and
1: journals and publications. That sort of thing. Right. Right, 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 right. Right. So when we did meet and we had our first conversation, which probably was a lot like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no actual recorded evidence of that first meeting, but it felt a lot like this. It was like water to my soul, to my dry, thirsty, pandemic drench like just Zapped soul. I just needed it. And so, um, it was
0: like, I know that I just met you, but I have missed you all my life.
1: Where have you been?
0: Where have you been? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you, while I'm learning a job and swimming and drowning and treading water, were pandemic parenting.
0: Yeah. I had my first son February 3rd, 2020. So it was right before everything shut down. And, um, You know, it was still kind of like, what's happening here? We don't know what's going on. And then my family came to visit and my dad had to go home early because he was having a procedure done. And my mom stayed and my dad was like, you have to get out of there now. You can't get stuck there. and roll. (laughs) Talk and roll, lady. Get out. Fish your grandbaby and leave. Yeah. So she left a couple of days early because they were starting to shut down international travel. I we don't think sure I if they that, were. That yeah, she we was with you. She was with me, and they weren't sure if interstate travel was going to get shut down. But they were already beginning to shift flights and cancel some flights. And so, my dad was like,
1: "You can't get stuck there." Wait, um, I have a bone to pick with him. What? He said, "I need you more. Grown yeah. man, retired, can probably yeah. make his own food." Said, "You better oh. get home and take care of me instead of your daughter, who just had her first baby in a pandemic." Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. I'll talk to
0: Chip I mean, later. Side note: They have been married forty-five years, and yeah. he's been working, and she's been, you know, caring for the home most yeah, of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, they have a pattern,
1: an extensive pattern of behavior. Chip, I take it back. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Corey's not mad. I just got a little mad. Right. It's cool. Right. So yeah.
0: So that that happened, and then while I was on leave. You know, there was just all of this racist chaos unfolding mm-hmm. in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was even more isolating too, you know? Yeah. So I'm home. I have no no family nearby. We're shut down. I'm not going to work because I'm on maternity leave. So I'm, I have very limited interactions for a while. Um, and then there's all this hard, hard stuff happening and I'm looking at my little boy and hearing George Floyd call for his mother, right? There's just this, oh. and yeah, and so I'm there's all this going on. So when I come back to work, of course, I'm checking on our Black colleagues, and then I get to meet Laura, which was like this breath of fresh air, so different from a lot of the people that we work with. And we were starting, we were able to have some of these conversations about
1: all of it. Mm-hmm. New job, new parenting, being a mom, being a parent and amidst and trying to raise anti-racist kids and kids. thinking about what are the fears I have for my kids that may be very different, but are still fears that you have for your kids. And how is that different? And how the hell is that right? Yeah. Um and all these things and more. Um, and it really, I think, blew the lid off the friendship really quick, right? It went from you're somebody who we're working together on projects and I really like you um, to, oh my gosh, like, how can I support you? Yeah. And you're a really critical part of my life and my social circle and my, you're see, you know, you see my kids in the background, they talk to you. Um, my husband ducks in. How's Corey today? Like it just became a whole, yeah. My whole life was on the screen, quite literally a Zoom screen. And same with yours. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause how far away do we have to go? Yeah. It really facilitated other? two and a half hours, three hours, somewhere in there. Yeah. So not like, not so far that we can't ever connect or see each other, but probably full disclosure. We, um, prior to last week, have spent only 20 minutes in person together right um and last week thankfully got to have share a meal together Uh, we're together for work which was really nice but still so what do we have like still less than eight hours under our belt Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but probably hundreds of hours uh on zoom so life is funny so we were able to
0: really cultivate a friendship through zoom Mm -hmm. you know we had we've had two physical touch points mm-hmm. in this two years two and a half years yes the first one and, was actually
1: really special too right yeah yeah so it's still height of everything um so we didn't we we didn't want to come and stay with you per se and like again knowing that your old your little one did not have the vaccine and at that point i don't think mine did either but yeah, we we had a, a need to go to uh, Pennsylvania for a quick trip, a road trip up and back to actually pick up a puppy. Another story. Um, I'm normally an adopt, don't shop kind of girl, but that's another story for another day. But we had this need to go get this puppy from out of state, put us directly through the path of Corey's neighborhood, basically. And so I said, this is kind of crazy, but what if we pack a picnic lunch and just eat outside in your yard? <laughs> and um, so we did. So we spent about 20 minutes together. Really quickly on our way up and back.
0: And Laura's kids were the first other children that my son ever met. And the interaction between them was one of the sweetest, most beautiful things I've ever seen.
1: It, I will I hold mean, on to that forever, too. It yeah. It was
0: so special. It was so special. And th- he was so excited to see people who were small. <laughs> <laughs> And they were so gentle and attentive and loving. And it was it was like we already all knew each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was the first time that we got to hug each other. It was real special. And it was very
1: special. It was. We have some pretty cool pictures of that day, too. But yeah, my kids were excited to see kids that were not their siblings. <laughs> Been in lockdown a long time. And he was so little and cute. And his toys were all so little and cute, right? And of course, you've done nothing but love on him and have him in this bubble of love with no outside influences, right? So all he knows is to reach out and hug somebody. It was just the sweetest. So very, very, very special time. So here we are um, two years later. And the question, I guess, was like, maybe we should answer is why a podcast? What made us say, okay, this is the right format? We're already on Zoom, but why record? Well, aside from us
0: being obviously hilarious,
1: hilarious,
0: (laughs) hilarious, (laughs) we thought that these conversations that we've been having and the way that we've connected and the really honest ways in which we've communicated and shared with each other around race and parenting and friendship and just all the things that are going on would, could be something that other people could also benefit from.
1: Absolutely right. We have conversations that start in Bravo Cinematic Universe versus Marvel Cinematic Universe, for instance, and end up talking about like the experiences of children in the pandemic and like, oh, my gosh, what does this mean for raising our kids later? What formative experiences have they missed and how can we supplement them, for example? Right. And we come back to this thinking that was actually kind of insightful or Not that everybody needs to hear what we think. We don't mean that. Like, we have something that no one else has talked about. But like, oh, I wish I had recorded that even for myself to think about more later. So part of this started out as a thought of, for us, sort of archive, something we'd be proud of. And then we thought, you know, if there's anything the world needs right now is more really good conversation between people who may not necessarily look the same, have the same geographic address, have the same... You know zip code and backgrounds and and just good honest connection and regardless of all of that just connection between humans i think is part of emotional well-being and if we can in some way share that with someone who doesn't have that if they can listen in and gain some kind of joy that makes us happy or if someone can say "Ooh, that's a really great question prompt and like i want to ask someone in my life and take a a friendship a bit deeper we want to encourage people to not just stay at surface level and not just stay at how's the weather, how's how was your weekend, what are you doing this weekend, but kind of pushing past polite of those simple everyday questions to things that matter a bit more. And so that's where the name of the podcast came from. It's not that we want you to be rude. Don't push past polite to be like, bitch, please. Let's get an rid- a hole. An a hole. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I mean, maybe there's times where it's appropriate to do that, in which case I'm not going to tell you not to do that. But um, more of the idea of. Get out of your comfort zone, move past or or, or demonstrate care by pushing past polite, showing genuine care for people that are in your circle, people that are in your spheres of influence by um, getting outside of yourself a little bit, you know. And we started that way. And look how uncomfortable we are now. (laughs) We're recording ourselves.
0: And even helping people outside to push you know push beyond their own comfort zone I feel like yeah we've had some really great discussions that have left each of us feeling like oh I hadn't thought about it that way that's something Mm -hmm. I really is so useful Laura has given me so many parenting tips that she doesn't even remember sharing with me but I cling on to as the essence of life (laughs) for (laughs) my kids sometimes just like oh thank goodness she shared that with me because i'd have snot everywhere if it weren't for (laughs) saline spray or you know just rubbing massages forget like so many different things um and then creating space for one another to to really be ourselves where we decided that we were really important to one another and that that meant we had to be able to show up as our whole selves Mm -hmm. and so yeah
1: Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Um, I think for me too, like I've learned a ton from Corey. It's really awesome to see her becoming a mom. I've Not that I'm a veteran by any means. I'm only 10 and a half years into this adventure with my oldest. But um, I think I've learned so much as someone who really has wanted to grow in my understanding of uh, racism and how that plays out in uh, both an individual level and in systemic racism. Understanding um, the emotional toll of that on an individual has been something that she's been very transparent to share with me. And I have so benefited from as much as it's really devastating and hard to watch her experience. That's something I don't want to look away from because I don't I have the privilege to look away, right? But that's not something I want to do. And so her sharing honestly that added burden of what that means, what that looks like, what that feels like. To have that added dimension of her identity through certain circumstances she's encountering in life, in the workplace, as a mom, as you know, a daughter, a wife, all these other things, has really helped me to understand in new and deeper ways the different facets of why it's so important to, um, first of all, to have friendships that span, span differences in demography, but also too, to really address this problem head on and, uh, and not whitewash the problem not make it palatable and kumbaya and we don't see color but really to name this and so um while certainly I am inspired by the mom she is too because she's what we're the same age so she's 10 years older than I was when she started she's so much more like confident in who she is I uh, that like I'm like damn if I was this age when I started I would probably so anyway it's not that but I'm so much more tired there's that <laughs> <laughs> I wish, wouldn't that be interesting as, like, a way to calibrate and, like, measure tired across people? Can we talk to the researchers we work with? I know. We have a sleep lab in our, don't we have a sleep lab? We have a sleep lab. It's like the pain scale with the faces. We need a tired scale. Yes, we did. descriptions. All right. All right. Well, we got some homework. We do. We'll work on that. Anyway, I say all that to say, it's been really awesome. And we think it has value outside of just us. And we really hope it does. So that's why we decided to try this. We are very curious to hear from you and we want feedback on how to make this better and more useful as well. Every episode, we will tackle something of significance, right? Push past polite to get to something that really matters and share our perspectives on it. And the perspectives that we share are the fact, like I said, we're the same age. We're elder millennials if you will we both turned 40 this year the elder
0: the elders millennials. you, you may bow plus.
1: <laughs> you may bow you may curtsy we will humbly tell you to stand that is unnecessary in our presence because we are humble like that um we're moms we are wives we are working mamas um we're educators we are we do equity work so these are the things that we share in common but i live in rural Virginia. Um, and I know you probably hear banjos in your head when you hear that. And some of that is true and some of that is not. And Corey lives right outside of DC in Maryland. Yep. And so as we've already mentioned too, our racial backgrounds are different. Like I am uh already losing my tan. I am quite pale Caucasian woman. Uh I'm very white and uh I wouldn't say very white. I mean I in I'm, terms of your coloring that's a that's a stretch you it's i am embarrassing I, actually given i know my... people who are much more fair than you do you know what color my foundation is like it reads no. ivory ivory it's like the lightest of the light in my winter Ebony color and ivory <laughs> living together in harmony honey um yeah so CoverGirl tells me that i'm more pale than i should be <laughs> given my italian heritage um I'm sure she's taller. Yeah, she's like Polly Pocket, you guys. <laughs> you can't tell in a Zoom screen how tall somebody is. I open up that door and I'm like, where is she? Where is she? <laughs> and I look and I look down and she's so tiny. I could pick her up. Um, I'm not petite. Nothing about me is petite. So uh, anyway, so we do have these differences as well. Where we live, oh where we grew up. I know we're already ridiculous um, and our, our a bit of our demographics, but. We also share uh, beliefs, values about how we want the world to be and all of that. So we're going to tackle something of significance from that lens. And, and, and really, our ultimate goal here is that we want to connect in ways that matter. Um, we want to cultivate joy and friendship. And we want to challenge you to push past polite in your relationships uh, with coworkers, with people in your circle, with your family members. Whoever that is in your circle that you feel like uh, gives you good energy and encourages you to be your best self. And we want to create space for dialogue. Love that. And that also starts with C. Create. Way to start with alliteration. Alliteration. I appreciate that. Off script and still. Boom. On On point. Uh, On brand. (laughs) I love it. So that's our plans, friends. Uh, Anything on the funny end of the spectrum or sweet end of the spectrum you want to share?
0: Oh, my goodness. My parents are here right now Mm -hmm. because my littlest one, two pandemic babies, you guys. I had two pandemic babies. One February 2020, another one in September of 2021. And the next one in...
1: Never. (laughs) Just teasing. And the Shout out one. to frozen peas and Sh- snippies. Snippies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the little one turned one yesterday. Awesome. And so my parents are here. And my older son, They we have a three-level house, like traditional, you know, D.C., Maryland-style joint. And so my parents are down in the basement. And every morning, my my older son is, like, yelling for them. Oh, Uh, go get, go get Poppy, Mamacita. Oh, Mamacita, where are you? I love Poppy coming. Poppy's coming. I love Poppy coming. Poppy's
1: coming. Oh, my God. I love it. It's so sweet. He loves having them here, doesn't he?
0: He does. And it's just it's so adorable watching them interact And they've had a summer of grandkids this summer because my sister and her family lived with them for a short period this summer, too, while they were in transition. So they've been having this summer just full of grandkid time and watching my older son just soak it up has been so sweet.
1: Oh, I love that. And joyous. I am in no hurry to rush to that that stage of my life because I know what else comes with it. (laughs) like being that age to actually, um, earn it. No offense to, to your parents or anyone else who's 20 years older than us. But, um, I just, I feel like that's going to be my sweet spot, right? Mm-hmm. As much as I love parenting, I'm doing it now amidst the demands of work and all the other busyness. And so to be able to just drop in and like, I love you and I'm here to spo- not spoil, like love you, just, just love to be you. with you. Yeah. You want to read I- another book? You want to read that book again? I'd love to read that book again. Like what your kids had with their Nana. Absolutely right. The summer. Yep. The yep, summer. yep. yep. That's yeah. right. Nana was with us for six weeks. She had her own space and her own time to do her own things. But then she'd be like, you know what? Let's pull out the sewing machine. You want to make a pillow yeah. together? It was awesome. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. so I have to tell you yesterday, I know you know this, Corey, um, that we went to see Wicked. I took the kids to go see Wicked. They love Hamilton on Disney+. I knew they'd love Wicked. They loved Wicked. But my side story that goes with that is (laughs) my youngest, who's wide open and wild, um, told me she wanted to do her hair really special yesterday morning. And okay, all right. So tell me your idea. Tell me your vision. She's like, I want one ponytail here. And she points to the side. She's like, like half a pigtail. Okay, got it. Uh And I go, and the other half a pigtail? Like, she's like, no, 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 no. I said, how about like two buns or like bun piggy turtles? Like symmetry, please, symmetry. Dear God, she symmetry. She said special. I know. Well, I'm also thinking, okay. Well, I'll just hang on. Tell me what you want, girl. One piggy and one pony in the back with the rest. And I was like, you think maybe we could save this for tomorrow and we could do something else since we're going to wicked today? She gave me the most serious side-eye deadpan face, and she goes, Mom, it's gonna be wicked cool. And I- then I go, okay. Right. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Wicked cool hair for Wicked feels right. And so she looked uh a little out of step with the rest of us, but that's okay. That is okay.
0: But she was actually right in step with herself yes. because that is her.
1: It is. And Alphabet, right? Some special yeah. talents. Yeah. Yes. No, that is that is right. She will defy gravity, that kid, I have no mm-hmm. doubt.
0: She's changed me for good. Cause I'm a do me, Mama. Uh-huh. I'm a do me. Yes. I just need a little
1: help. <laughs> she <laughs> I just is need a little help. <laughs> that is exactly right. All righty. Well, it's time for you to think about how to push past polite in your life. Um, so we're gonna ask you to follow us on social media. Um, we have a Facebook page, and on Instagram, we're pushing past polite. And we're gonna have some ideas for how this might work look in the real world. We'll have some strategies, some ideas, some some fun prompts some fun content some things hopefully. that we've there tried too.
0: things we tried things some that worked things that for we've us tried. just ideas i love it
1: yeah yep and hopefully we'll start to build a community there but we'd love for you to tell us what you like what you want to hear more of maybe less of that's also okay um and uh think about who really got you through the pandemic and uh who really gets you and knows you and and maybe tell that person if they don't know that they're your person i'm sure they'd really appreciate hearing that so Um, please do reach out. We'd love to connect with you. And if you enjoyed this, please subscribe. So that way you can get your next episode in your feed as soon as it drops. And we'd really appreciate if you would rate and review us as well so other folks can find us. So it's been a journey. Thank you so much for tuning in and being with us. Um, Corey. anything you want to say to wrap us up? I think that this is a, a reference to the real world, right? Where people stop being polite and start getting real. I love it. I was never allowed to watch that show. I know. I'm making up true for True story. No, I, true story. I have no reference for you. I was, oh. yeah, we'll talk about why later. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I'm making up for it by um, completely dousing myself in reality TV in my 40s.
0: Obviously, since you're calling Bravo Cinematic, cinematic Universe, Universe, and I won't edit that. Cinematic. I will not.
1: I will not. Thank you so much for joining us for Pushing Past Polite. Um, we'll look forward to catching up with you next time. Take care. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. We encourage you to go deeper in your trusted spaces or cultivate new spaces that foster meaningful connection. Please follow us on social media to keep the conversation going.
1: We are at Pushing Past Polite on Instagram and Facebook and Push Past Polite on Twitter. Pushing Past Polite is an independent podcast with Corey and Laura from Just Educators. Our cover art was designed by Rachel Welsh-DeIga of De Inga Designs And our audio is produced by Keith at Headset Media. Until next time, don't get stuck talking about the weather. Have conversations that matter and make your world a bit more just.